Hello, and welcome to Radio IAGP. My name is Implausibly Josh, and thank you so much for listening. This is episode 25, our 25th episode. I've got nothing special planned. Before we get too deep into questions, I'd like to say that I've been playing a video game recently, and that's been the Pokemon DLC. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I don't remember. It's been a while, but I'm still having fun with that. I think I'm probably halfway through that thing, and it's really fun. It's nice to explore a whole new area with new-to-this-game Pokemon, which is fun. I really like it. I've also been playing a game called Hard Space Shipbreaker. This is a game where you are tearing apart spaceships that are to be torn apart for scrap and I really enjoy it. I think it's really cool. It's a very relaxing game, especially recently they have made an update where you can have a save file where you will have an unlimited oxygen supply and a unlimited timer for your shift to take care of recycling and breaking apart this ship that you have. It's really cool. The zero-g physics are really incredible. I think that it's a very relaxing game. Someone described it as a podcast game, a game you play when you're wanting to listen to a podcast but also do something else, and I think that that's incredibly accurate. I listen to Hey Riddle Riddle and the Giant Beast cast while playing Hard Space Shipbreaker, and I think that's ideal, the ideal podcasting video game. I also rebooted my, not rebooted, I set up my Xbox 360 again recently to play Skate 3 because I've been getting the itch to play a skateboarding video game. I don't happen to have any Tony Hawks in an easily accessible form. I've been playing that and I don't think that game is very good anymore. I think that there are a lot of very clunky control decisions that maybe felt better then than they do now, but on the whole, I think that that game does not stand the test of time as much as you wish it would, that's for sure. It's an interesting game. It's a relic for sure, and I think there's some cool ideas, but on the whole, I'm not really enjoying going back to that game. Maybe Skate 2 or even the first Skate are different in terms of their controls, but going to Skate 1 has been a little bit of a... I'm sorry, Skate 3. Going to Skate 3 has been a little bit of a disappointment, to say the least. All right, let's get into the emails. Uh, If you have an email, I should probably do that first. If you have an email, you can send them into radioiagp at gmail.com. That is the email for the podcast. You can also go to bit.ly slash radioiagp, capital R, capital I-A-G-P. Our first email comes from Brian. Brian says, what's up? It's Brian. I was looking at games on Xbox Game Pass and saw Fallout New Vegas was on there. Hearing it was one of the best, I decided to download it on my Xbox One. When I reached the main menu, it said downloadable content available. I couldn't believe it when I found that they were still selling the DLC for this game. One of the expansions was $8. They can't be making money on this, right? When do you think someone last bought that? That's a really good question, Brian. And I think it speaks to weird DLC practices that a lot of places have. I would imagine if you are getting a Game Pass version of a game, it should almost always be the one that includes all the DLC, especially for older games. I haven't been playing much in a while, but the Origin EA Pass thing got me one of the Battlefield games, if not several Battlefield games, with all of their DLC content, which is great. Like, that's a really good way to get someone up to speed with a game that if you don't have 
either all of the DLC or none of the DLC really fractures the user base in terms of online play. I think that's ridiculous to not offer at least everything through that. And Fallout New Vegas is an older game. Like, who knows when that DLC is going to be going on sale on top of that. I know Fallout New Vegas has a Game of the Year style edition where it comes with all the DLC because I'm fairly certain I have that on Steam for five dollars whenever those games go on sale so it's really weird to hear that the game pass doesn't have the full version of that game available for download through game pass i also think it feels bad to get dlc for games that you don't really own for instance i think i bought a dlc for a game through gamefly as a goofy teen and i don't think that that felt bad i still think about that as being like a very poor purchase on my decision i don't even remember what game it was from i just remember buying the dlc for this game that i didn't own and going immediately after i hit buy going oh that was a really silly mistake of mine and honestly if there are game of the year editions for games that's what they should be offering through these subscription models for games like there's no reason to pay eight dollars for new vegas dlc you should just be getting the whole pack and calling it a day especially for a game that you don't actually own you know as long as you keep paying for game pass you're always going to have that game but if you decide at some point to cut game pass for whatever reason well that dlc isn't accessible to you then unless you buy the base game which would then be silly you know depending on how especially depending on how far along it's been since you initially used that month of game pass like if you've paid for a whole year of game pass month to month and then you decide to stop paying for game pass and then pay for a game that was in game pass that's just a waste of money at the end of the day which i think is the biggest thing that sucks about a lot of these subscription services for games is that in order to make it worthwhile, you either have to be really good about playing games that are offered to you or really good about playing only the games that you're interested in and then canceling your subscription as soon as you're done playing for paying. Yeah, as soon as you're done playing the game that you're interested in. Also, DLC at a certain point should, shouldn't even be eight bucks, I don't think. Like, who's still getting money from that? And is that even going to the people who made that game in the first place? I doubt it, considering the way that the games industry decides to pay their employees i seriously doubt that the eight dollars that you spend today is going to any of the developers who originally made the dlc for that game however many years ago anyways thank you so much for the question and email brian our next one comes from tyler what are some non-gaming things you'd like to collect stamps sports memorabilia hats thank you so much tyler um I think the big non-gaming thing I'd like to collect, and not necessarily have a full set or anything, but have a few more than I currently have, are bootleg hats. I have one bootleg hat that I really enjoy. It's really bad. It's a Superman hat, and the S looks all messed up, and I love it dearly. It's a truly goofy piece of clothing that I have that I really cherish. I also have some Garfields that I'm fairly certain are legit and not bootleg, and they're fantastic. Especially like the, I guess, 90s is maybe what I'm thinking of design-wise for Garfield. Maybe, I don't know, like circle eyes Garfield. Round, round body circle eyes Garfield is peak comic design, I think, and I... I just really like that style of Garfield, and I have like a little ceramic 
Garfield that has a golf club and he's golfing and he's very cute. And I would love to have like three or four more of those. Five, I think, is a good number for those. When I was more into wrestling, I was also collecting wrestling photographs. I guess like prints of photographs is really the best way to put that. But I had Undertaker choke slamming Kane, and it's somewhere in my apartment now. I don't even know where, probably in a box somewhere. But I was really into getting like goofy memorabilia from that stuff. I had a coin for a WrestleMania that I hadn't even watched at the time. I got into wrestling at WrestleMania 30, like about a month before. Before my first pay-per-view that I saw, I'm fairly certain was WrestleMania 30. So between whatever the pay-per-view before WrestleMania 30 was and WrestleMania 30 was when I started watching wrestling. And I just like got hooked all of a sudden, just really into it. And one of the things that I would do is I would get just goofy things that were wrestling adjacent. I would get, you know, like I said, that still I got a, got a coin. I got like an XFL tie-dye shirt that looks bad. Just a bunch of goofy stuff. But I think that's really it. Like, and maybe some like figurines here and there. Um, if I had all the money in the world, I would be getting those JoJo's Bizarre Adventure figures that you can pose and put on those like clear plastic stands and stuff. That would be cool to have like a Jotaro and a Star Platinum with cool colors and stuff. Like that would be neat. I have a a Super Saiyan Goku that I got as a gift. It's Super Saiyan on Namek. So it was like geese all blown to shreds and stuff. And it's one of those that you can put in a bunch of different poses, has changeable heads, has changeable hands, things like that. It's very cool, and I really like that. I'd also probably collect figures for the live-action CW superhero shows, because I feel like that would be an easy set to get, you know, decide on a company that makes those figures. And then you just buy everyone you can for the CW live-action comic book shows, you know? I think that would be an easy set to get. Thank you for the question, Tyler. And our last question for this episode comes from Anonymous, who says, Excuse me. You recently shared your worst gaming opinion on Twitter, where you said that the Mortal Kombat games are bad. Why would you say such a thing? Good question, Anonymous. It's because I think the Mortal Kombat games suck. Um, really just in terms of how they play. I think there's goofy stuff in there. I played Mortal Kombat 11 recently and played the story mode because uh, it was on sale or something and I got it thinking like maybe this is it. Maybe this is the one. Sometimes I like watching clips of people playing in Mortal Kombat. Maybe I'll like this one and I didn't, which is the same thing that happened with Injustice 2. It had been a while since I had had Injustice and so I was like, you know what? There's a sale going on. It's like the ultimate edition that has all the characters. I know they've recently added characters who are pretty cool. Maybe I should check this out, see what's up. And I did not have a fun time. It was not very good for me. I didn't like it that much, which sucks because that's a bunch of money wasted. But those games just don't feel good. Something about them to the way I play doesn't feel fluid in a way that I would like a fighting game to feel. Like even games that... I am not nearly as fluid in feel better when I play them. Like, I'm not good at fighting games by any stretch of the imagination, so it could 100% be a skill thing. It's not fluid to me because I don't have the skills in these games. However, I don't have skills in Soul Calibur, like any of the Soul Calibur games, but I always feel like 
I'm doing what I'd like to do in those games. Everything feels very fluid and I'm able to get out the combos that I know and I don't feel that same way with Mortal Kombat. I feel like a lot of times I'm struggling up against certain inputs. I'm really struggling to get certain moves out in a way that I want. I'm not getting the relationships between burning meter and when I shouldn't even, and I'm not playing online. I'm just playing against computer in most cases. I'm playing a story mode. I'm playing a tower. I'm playing whatever in Injustice, the multiverse mode or whatever. Like I'm not playing against other people. I'm just playing against the computer and I just don't think it feels as good. Another thing is that when I don't do a move correctly, like an input correctly in a game like Soul Calibur, for instance, at least it feels fluid when I mess up. Like I'm still doing something and I've not done something horribly wrong for the situation and potentially I might still be able to get an attack in again just against the computer I'm not normally playing against other people but when I don't get an input correct in something like Mortal Kombat I feel like I've just completely whiffed in a way that like sucks and doesn't feel as good not to say that you need to have your in your incorrect inputs feel good however you combine that with you know a lack of skill at the game and the game just doesn't feel good it feels like i'm hitting three buttons waiting for that animation to finish and then maybe hitting three more buttons waiting for an animation to finish hitting three buttons waiting for an animation to finish so on and so on and nothing feels connected in a way that's very useful to me it feels like how this may be mean but it feels like how the 2k wwe games feel and that you do a couple of moves but you're not really stringing things together you're just kind of doing a move doing a move waiting your opponent reverses you can reverse them if you have the meter or you don't or whatever and that's what it feels like to me and i know it's a lot more polished and a lot better than those games but it's a very similar breakdown in the movement and again this is all coming from someone who is self-admittedly not very good at these games but as someone who's not very good at these games i don't like them you know i'd much rather play a different fighting game even a take for instance something like um dragon ball fighter z you know i'm not good at that game either but i'm still having fun even when i'm beating my head against a wall trying to beat an opponent you know and even with the same investment in the property it's based on like if you followed me on Twitter at all, you've listened to any previous episodes, you know I have an affinity for comic books and I have an affinity for DC Comics. So certain aspects of Injustice 2 are really fun to me. I love dressing up my characters. I love putting on new colors on them. I like doing all that stuff. They play around in that space a lot and it's really fun. And I also like Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Super and GT and all the stuff. I love the Dragon Ball property a whole bunch. But that... Even with that investment in the core property, I'm having more fun playing. I'm having more fun playing Dragon Ball Fighter Z than I am having fun playing Injustice 2. I think that sentence made sense. I kind of lost it there at the end, but yeah, it's just it's all personal preference. Like none of this is immutable. There might be some day where a Mortal Kombat game comes out and it just completely clicks with me, and I get it, and I'm finally like not even good but serviceable i'm enjoying playing it and that might happen sometime you know like it could be the same thing for me in the the souls games you know i always try to beat my head into those games as much as i can and i always end up not liking them at least with 
the Souls games, I can understand on some level that like, oh, people get, people like this game and I can see why it's just not for me. Whereas with Mortal Kombat, I don't quite get there. It's just like, I don't think this game is good. If it can't make me, if it, if it doesn't feel good to play, even when you're learning, I'm not incentivized to keep learning this game and get better at it and hope that it eventually feels good. You know, anyways, I think that's it for us. No more questions, but if you have questions that you would like to send in, you can send them into radioiagp at gmail.com. That is our email address. I look at all of them. You can also send them to bit.ly slash radioiagp. That is a capital R, capital I-A-G-P. That has general information about the podcast and how you can submit questions. We have a form that you can fill out there if you don't want to send it an email. And finally, you can find us on Twitter. I am on Twitter at implausiblyj. The implausibly average Twitter is at implausiblya. I think that's it for the ending. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And I'll see you all next time. Later. McDonald's presents the most wanted mug in America. Who could resist a mug like this?